My alma mater is Nair Yisrael in Baltimore. That's the yeshiva that I went to, end of high school, the beginning of the years after high school. And that's the yeshiva, Nair Yisrael in Baltimore, is the yeshiva where I really learned how to learn Gemara. Some of the best years of my learning were in that yeshiva, and I have a lot of very fond memories from that yeshiva, and a lot of the people, even though I haven't seen them in many years, I still love very much, and it's a wonderful, wonderful yeshiva. When I was there, the Rosh Yeshiva at the time was a Jew by the name of Rabbi Yaakov Weinberg, Zechrein Lavracha, who was the son-in-law of Rav Ruderman, Zechrein Lavracha, who was the Rosh Yeshiva that founded the yeshiva, and this Rabbi Yaakov Weinberg, I didn't really have any relationship with him, and I didn't particularly like the way that he taught, it wasn't my style, but I did have one encounter with him during my time there in Neri <clears throat> Now, this Rabbi Yaakov Weinberg happens to be that he comes from a Slonimer family. Weinberg is the name of the Rebbeim, the Rebbe's of Slonim, and he happens to come from Slonimer roots, the Tzadikim of Slonim, were his great-grandfather. Actually, interesting, Rabbi Yaakov Weinberg's brother, Rabbi Noach Weinberg, who was the one that founded Eishat Torah, very interestingly... Reb Noach was the brother of Yaakov Weinberg, and Reb Noach and Reb Noach's wife, Rebetzin Weinberg from Iyat, is where Bailey went to, to school, to seminary. That's where she was, she was very close with Rebetzin Weinberg, and she knew Reb Noach Weinberg, very interestingly. But she also said that Reb Noach Weinberg, just like his brother Reb Yaakov Weinberg, both of them, even though they came from Slonimer Tzadikim, they both really used to be pretty forceful and clear that they were both really big misnagdim. That even though they came from Hasidic families, they were not big fans of Hasidus. Bailey told me that Reb Noach used to say that he's the last real misnagid, and I remember from Reb Yaakov Weinberg and Neri Sroll that he was not at all a fan of Hasidim. And I, at my time in Neri Yisrael, happened to have been the Hasidish guy in Neri Yisrael. I mean, I came from a modern Orthodox background, but I was already a student of Rabbi Weinberger and pretty Hasidish and had a lot of interesting, very interesting anecdotes over there. Rabbi Yaakov Kalevsky, if you know Rabbi Yaakov Kalevsky, used to call me the Munkat Rebbe there sometimes. Anyway, a whole bunch of, uh, when they had a Musser Seder, you know, in, in Neri Stroll, like every Litvish yeshiva, they have a Musser Seder, a Seder to learn Musser. So I used to learn Tanya <laughs> during the Musser Seder. Anyway, uh, it fit perfectly for my personality. I got to be the rebel of Neri Stroll, to be the Chosset of Neri Stroll, and whatever. But, what I want to share with you is the one encounter that I actually had with Rabbi Yaakov Weinberg, Zechrein Lavracha. Apparently he found out that there was a Hasid HaShabacher in his yeshiva, and I guess he wanted to try to save my soul or something like that. And so he called me into his office, and as I said, this was the only time I ever spoke to him. And I'm not going to go through the entire conversation. A lot of it I'd be personally ashamed to say over. He said, really? <laughs> not nice things about Chassidim, about a lot of different Rebbes, the Lubavitch Rebbe, etc. This was right after the Lubavitch Rebbe passed away and the whole Meshachistim, the whole Messianic garbage had started at the time. So anyway, he unleashed and he basically said horrible, horrible things about the Rebbe, about Chassidim. You should have a lichte geganeden, of course, like all the misnagdim, they meant that l'shem shemaim and machlekes l'shem shemaim, but Lamaisa he unleashed with, on me everything that he could possibly say against chesidus. But why I'm sharing this with you, before we begin learning Shari Yichud Vemuna, chapter 7, and especially 
for all the ladies out there is because what for me was shocking was, you know how like when you save the best for last? So he was like telling me all his problems that he has with his chassidus, all the things that he doesn't like chassidus because of this and all his tainas and the usual tainas, the usual complaints against chassidus. They don't have enough Torah all the, and all the, yeah, this and the Lubavitcher, but this. And then, like he got dramatic. I'll never forget. And then like when he, he was ready to say what was the, his biggest taina, what's his biggest problem with Chassidus, with Chabad especially, with the Lubavitcher Rebbe, with Chabad. And then he gave like a scream. Unze lernen mit meidelach seid hatzimtzum. And they learn with women, with young women, the secret of the tzimtzum. That was his biggest complaint, that Chassidim, could you imagine the Chassidim? They even learn with women. The secret of Tzimtzum. The secrets of Kabbalah, which are the deepest parts of Torah that for generations, even men, only certain men were able to learn. Now the deepest secrets of Kabbalah and Torah, Chabad and all the Hasidim really, but especially in Chabad, they learn it even with women. And if Yaakov Weinberg, Zechariah Levacha, could think of no bigger taina against Hasidus than that. And therefore, as we're about to learn Shari Yechid chapter 7, which is all about the secret of Tzimtzum, I take special pleasure in hoping that many women <laughs> will learn about the secret of Tzimtzum and understand what Hasidus teaches, because you know, in fact, the Lubavitcher Rebbe wrote in Sefer Menhagim, that even though when it comes to all the other parts of Torah, there's a whole question, women, can they learn? Yeah, learn. Today, most authorities say they can learn, of course, everything. But when it comes to Hasidus, the Lubavitch Rebbe held halachically that women are obligated to learn Hasidus and obviously those ideas of Kabbalah that are necessary to understand Hasidus. Women are obligated to learn as much as men. The Rebbe said, and the reason is because we know that there are sheish mitzvahs tmidis, there are six constant mitzvahs, four positive ones being emuna, achtus, avavayira, faith in God, the unity of God, loving God, and fear of God. And those four mitzvahs one could only really fulfill in our generation if one learns chasidis. And women are obligated in loving God and fearing God and having faith in God and understanding God's unity as much as men. They're positive mitzvahs that are not time bound, so women have to learn chasidis as much as men. Therefore, as we're about to learn about the secret of Tzimtzum, we have to know that even just a couple of years ago, there were rabbis, there were Jews, good Jews. Rabbi Yaakov Weinberg was a Rosh Hashiva, he was a good Jew, but he couldn't understand how could it be that every person, even a woman, every single person has to learn the deepest secrets of Torah, of Tzimtzum, just to appreciate that the Misnagdim didn't want that everybody should be able to perceive these ideas about God. But that should make it that much more exciting for everyone, especially for the women. That we could together rely on the Hasidic masters, the tzaddikim of Hasidus, that paskin that ruled halachically, that no matter what was in previous generations, we are now the generation that's about to greet Mashiach and see God with our physical eyes. And the way to bring that about is to start seeing God now with the eyes of our minds. May we all bring about the Messianic revelation by no matter who and what we are, chopping around and grabbing onto the secret of Tzimtzum and thereby understanding how only Hashem exists.